early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket because we are going on a first class ride across the web. Yo, 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 welcome back to your favorite show. It is WGO. You know what's going on. This week we have something that might take away all of our jobs. <laughs> I feel like that is a very intense fear that I hear from a lot of individuals when speaking about AI. Um, I recently was listening to a Joe Rogan episode, which is something that I don't do very often, but he and Post Malone actually was the guest, and they were talking about... (laughs) Ah, yes, the foremost expert on AI, Post Malone. Post Malone. No, but it was interesting hearing from a musician perspective. He said that there was like some crazy AI music generator that was out there that I don't as taken a compilation of like people's songs and put it through the database to basically recreate their voice. And he was like, pretty soon there's going to be like an AI out there where you could have whatever generator machine that you want type in, Hey, I want this song to be about this. You use like this person's name and do this. And he was like, people could create AI songs about their own life using my voice and shit. Like how weird is that? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a Drake song that someone put together oh, yeah. of like that. I don't think I ever listened to it though. I did not listen to it either, but I heard it was pretty good. Yeah. Imagine if it charted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It it's a very interesting thing. From what I've used of AI and different things, there's a lot still to be desired, but Yeah, I feel like that fear comes with any new technology. It's like, oh, we can do something better, so it's going to replace everybody, and everyone's going to be homeless, and the world's going to go to shit. I don't know. Damn. That'd be unfortunate if that's the route that we turn to with the (laughs) (laughs) production of AI. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, Andrew Yang's got the solution. Universal basic income for everybody. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) have you in like what terms have you used ai yourself it's mainly just the oh i forget large language models the chat gpt bard and yeah. stuff like that and then also the ai art generators and stuff before mid journey and all of that there was even it was in some google notebook thing that you could connect to their uh like cloud networks or something like that and you'd run through it was so buggy but i remember trying to make a ai picture for the final judgment a while ago before there was like big companies making their thing and it never really got it quite right with the hands thing that was always weird but even this earlier version the faces always came out really weird too so it it was fun to play around with but uh, it, it has progressed a lot even within I don't know, two years or something like that? Yeah, yeah. What about yourself? Have you dabbled in any of that? I know you've done a little bit of the image stuff for D&D. 
right? Yeah, I, that it has been honestly such a blessing to have with D and D. If there's any DMs listening here, if you're not using the Bing AI art generator to be able to create <laughs> new token images and shit for monsters or any characters. It's it's so nice because there's sometimes if you look up a specific thing for D&D and then it just doesn't look that great or you were like expecting it to be something else, you can just create it through that. I've only used like the Bing AI one. I haven't used any others. You said Bard, actually. I've used ChatGBT and I feel like I tried Bard out once, but I was not. I didn't like it as much. And so I'm more on the ChatGBT side of things. But I feel like I've used that more for like... Education purposes versus anything else, truthfully. But okay, so you're having it write all your essays for school? Is that it? You better watch <laughs> out; they can catch that. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing all my essays on ChatGPT. No, they've got AI detection software and shit now at universities. Yeah, yeah. So I would not recommend doing that. But for school and stuff, like if there's questions or like research topics that I'd want explained in a better way or just more information on something or if there is a question about school that i'm like how does this actually work i can just ask that and then it can like search on the web and then give me like a quick answer versus if i'm just like reading in a textbook and i have to like fucking find pages flip through all the nonsensical bullshit to be able to get my answer yeah i would not recommend using it to cheat in school though you'll get caught very quickly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't, I hear there are some softwares that you can run your chat GPT thing through and then it like scrambles it up a little bit to try and avoid being detected. I don't know how well those work though. So yeah, maybe there's I some options. Know. It's like a little cat and mouse game. The cheating gets better. So then the detection has to get better. It's just, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Pretty soon they're just going to have programs that like detect if it's been scrambled by an AI, look yeah, for like the scrambled yeah. language versus the original yeah, exactly. AI. It's just going to be, yeah, I don't know. Spend I, more time cheating than you are actually. Just right. If you would have just done thing. the thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I will say in the essay thing, there was one essay that I did use where I was like, how the, f- what should I even talk about in this? And so I like mm-hmm. put the prompt in and then took some of the ideas from that. Like I had this one class where they literally told me, they were like, all right, so I think it was like human development. They were like, for your first essay, we're studying about children's behaviors and interactions with each other. And so the assignment was to like go to a mall or go to a park and watch kids at play for like 30 minutes. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if as a grown man I want to go and bring out my notebook and just sit at the park and just watch kids. And so I just looked up a YouTube video, actually. And so I've watched kids at play and blah, blah, blah. And the way that I was, like, typing it out, I was like, this sounds fucking terrible. And so I just put exactly what I was typing into ChatGBT. And I was like, can you reword this? And they, like, reworded it. And I was like, all right, that's nice. That's a lot better. And then took, like, bits and pieces from that. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's pretty good for idea generation and stuff like yeah. that. And I, I've used it for some work stuff, too, when it's like you're looking up some random regulation or law or something like that that's kind of hard to find. So it just gives you a little better way to search in Google and read more about it. Is there because I think so there are like limitations and stuff 
with it as well because I think it's on for ChatGPT. It's on like year two thousand and one is like the twenty twenty one. I'm pretty sure. Well, oh, I said two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand twenty one. My bad. So like some of it yeah. can be a little bit outdated, but Bard Bard is more up to date, and it it okay. has gotten better from when you used it before, but. It is still a different style than ChatGPT gives you, so it depends more on what you're looking for. I I feel like for more up-to-date, like you said, information would be in Bard versus... I feel like ChatGPT does better at writing... If you're looking for even a scenario for D&D or something like that, yeah. you want the whole backstory for a character, I feel like it does a better job for that type of like long-form stuff. Yeah, yeah. But... I don't know. And my uh, another AI thing is our editor that we've been using to yes. make this video. <laughs> it's actually pretty <laughs> wild. It's able to take all of our recordings, transcribe it pretty well, I have to say. Yeah. It's able to then tell who's talking by our voice somehow. And so it switches the camera for us. And then also detects when we use all of our filler words that we love to use. And oh, it's yeah. able to just take those out too. It's it blows my mind. It's it's such a good use of AI yeah. to use. It makes everything just a lot smoother. And you think we'd be faster at getting videos out with it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just caused us to be lazier about it. <laughs> it is what it is. We'll get better. Yeah. I promise. We're trying maybe. our best. Life gets busy. We're all right. Busy. Come on. Get off my ass. <laughs> But no, it is pretty fucking incredible that it can do all of those functions and well, I don't know, like 10 minutes with mm -hmm. it, like transcribing and everything. It can do all of that within 10 minutes when it would take us like hours to be able to get an episode correctly edited or just all that. It, it, it streamlines the process so much faster and makes it so much better. And I don't like, I don't know about you. But I don't notice that much difference in, like, quality of editing either. There are, like, some things that you can, like, manually override, but... Yeah. Yeah, and I I've done that a couple times going through, but, yeah, I think it's great, honestly. It does take a little, like, getting used to the, a new program and stuff, but yeah, if anyone's yeah. doing a podcast of their own and listening to this, would highly recommend. It's Descript, if anyone's yes. listening, doing a podcast, but... Yeah, it's also been out for, I think, a couple of years, kind of before the chat GPT hype, too, which is interesting that they have been able to do so much. Because I feel like people didn't know anything about AI before chat GPT came out. <laughs> yeah. True. I, what's the first AI, then? Do we know? I mean, I feel like it's different machine learning stuff i know there were different robots to beat someone at chess that was a long oh, time yeah. like alpha blue and then recently i think there was one that beat someone at go but yeah they've been around for a long time it's just mm. depends on what you call it and for the most part it's not that useful to people until it's a large language model. That's when more normal people True. can actually use it. If you're talking about machine learning, that requires a lot of more coding knowledge and databases yeah. to be able to use. So that's not really something that most people get into. I basically work in data, but I haven't even really gotten into that much. So it's a pretty niche subject. Yeah. I also feel like you need to have a certain type of brain to be able to do that. When talking 
about <laughs> machine learning and coding. I have done little mini boot camp things to try and learn and start just understanding that world and I can't do it. It's not for me. I can't sit down and like it was, it was like a little coding thing. I don't fucking know if it was like a Google Scholar or whatever fucking shit. But they had just like a handful of lessons. And I think I did three of them. And I was like, nope, I don't think I'm going to do this. <laughs> like I get no enjoyment out of this. But some people can just sit there and fucking crank away. I mean, it's just it's learning a new language, essentially, but on the computer. Mm. So yeah, hats off to those that can. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I do not take you for the coding time. <laughs> no. No, I can't. I just can't do it. It is what it is. I am appreciative that we have people out there that can, though. Like, that's fantastic, and I hope that you find everything you need out of that. I hope you code yourself into a perfect world. I hope you create, (laughs) through coding, whatever you need in life. So what are we actually talking about (laughs) AI for in this episode? What are we trying to learn? How it works? Are we trying to learn... Like you said, the first iterations of it, or I think first maybe iterations potential be, future uses. Yeah, uh, maybe future uses taking our would jobs. be cool. Taking <laughs> taking our fucking jobs. <laughs> I think first iterations. I how it actually works. I think is going to be a fucking meatball of information yeah, that I don't yeah. know that we'll be able to get in the however long that we decide to research this. We can attempt to, to understand how AI works and maybe the dumbest way possible explain it to you guys. Which I think we would just be fun. wanted to jump on the trend and like most things we do, we're like four months late with it. So yeah, here exactly. it is. Here's the AI Here it episode. Is. Here's our AI episode when no one's talking about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it really has died down a lot from when it first came out. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I think it's just, I don't know, maybe it's mainstream now. Like I, maybe everyone's using chat GBT or, or being AI art or some other things. So maybe it's still relevant. What we need to yeah. do is we got to talk to somebody to create an AI to find out what future trends are going to be so that then we can start <laughs> producing episodes Right on time. Yeah. What is the future four trend? Months four months before it happens, <laughs> and then it'll actually come out on time. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're a, a coder and you listened to my spiel about how I love you, reach out to us and we'll call Or a psychic that can produce predict the future. I think We'd a psychic be would be that. a... Yeah. I, we should do an episode <laughs> on psychics. We should get a live... Let's spice it up and do a live well, not a live episode on psychics, but get a psychic on here. Yeah. Have Call a reading. A... Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Haven't you been oh. to one? I, not to completely derail this episode. But... <laughs> I don't. I've never been to a, a psychic per se. We just did a like Chloe and I just did an aura reading oh, last week. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yes. That took a picture through some. I don't know exactly what camera style. And then it like produced like the colors of your aura and what it meant from like past, future, where you're currently at. And then we took one together mm-hmm. to see how we like matched up as a couple. And that was pretty cool. I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily a psychic psychic. Maybe that counts. Yeah. I don't know. What's a psychic, you know? Yeah. But let's is there an AI psychic out there? Can we find I don't know. That's why I was wondering. Do you think the images were made by AI? I don't know. I don't know. Let's find an AI. Stealing even psychic jobs. Jesus Christ. We're all screwed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what do we have? 
first AI uses, future uses, and how she works. Yep, sounds good to me. Is there anything else that you want to add to that list? Nope, I think that's about it. All right, we're diving in. We're actually just going to return, and this is going to be two robotic voices, and we're just going to have AI produce the rest of this episode. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what they say. Yeah, have you seen those, I don't know, the basically like face tracking programs and stuff like that? I don't know if that's technically AI or if that's something different, but it kind of can put basically a mask on your face and you'd basically be a different character. I did not. I've heard okay, I've heard something like that, but I haven't. I think they're called like seen it. VTubers or something like that, usually. Like virtual YouTubers. But yeah, it's it's like you can have a character and it'll basically like if you look left, it'll look left and look right. So it's basically just a filter on your face. Like Uh, a Snapchat filter basically. Yeah, I've heard people saying that people were doing that to famous people and then doing like fucking heinous activities and then people are like, that's not me. (laughs) That too, yeah. I think that's the only thing I've heard about that. Is that blowing up right now? Is that something that's like... I mean, there's been like old versions that have been around for a while. And I think there's like some people like, I don't know, if they want to be anonymous or they want to be whatever, they'll have that instead of themselves if they're doing like a video or something. I don't know. Fair. But yeah, then there's all the, I don't know, fake videos like you were saying that I've heard it get, it's gotten better and there's like more like filters where you can make a whole video that is very realistic and even Mm. put your hand in front of your face and you don't notice that. It's Whoa. like most filters would like mess up, but it doesn't. Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. Well, we could find that and then, like I said, we'll learn how to do it. Podcast. And then, yeah. yeah. And then we'll, and then we'll generate episodes of our podcast that aren't even us. It's just yeah. other fucking people. Well, or, chat GPT will make boom. the video editor. We'll automate it all. Well, we'll sync it all, and then we'll just start mass-producing episodes, explaining how the world works every hour. People are going to struggle to keep up with our AI podcast. I'm in. So who would your AI character be? Are you going to be like some cat person or something? Oh, or God, you no, yourself? definitely not a cat person. <laughs> I would. Pro- I don't know. I'd probably just be myself if I could, <laughs> but maybe you could change it up. Uh, maybe it probably. Well, actually, you probably need it to keep the same character. That way, it wouldn't yeah. confuse. I could see program. you being like a titan or something, like the face of a titan. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> we'll do the. We'll just do the humongous titan, just sitting there with just steam like rolling off of my body. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> That would. You'd have to learn how to add in the effects and stuff. God, we got to see. If only we knew how to code. But if only. I ain't got the time for that. Or the patience. <laughs> All right, let's go research it. We'll All come right. back to y'all. Look it up. And we're back. We hooked our brains up to some AI machine so we could learn how to answer these questions. And we are back in better than wow. ever. Better than ever. Yeah. I, who knew? Uh, we obviously were very wrong about some of the first uses of AI. I think it's probably because we have a little... When people think AI, they think very like complicated systems and like the new chat GPT and all those type of things. But in general, 
AI is more of a program that's able to store information and then use that information going forward to, I guess, make decisions and improve. Mm -hmm. So some of the first uh, iterations of that actually happened in the 1950s, which was inspired by a lot of Alan Turing's Mm -hmm. work. He kind of described the systems that would be used for basically making a computer and then also his famous Turing test, which I've heard so much about. I just keep, it just did not come to mind when I was thinking about it. And that's the test at which a AI is considered, not sentient, but able to pass as a person. So it's a test where you have a real person and the computer and they're trying to trick a third person. Basically all just text and the computer can say whatever it wants in order to try and get that. We are still not really at that point. I heard there are some claims that ChatGPT got there, but most people say that it has not. It's a very interesting test, though. And if you are in the m- mood for a movie, the oh, what is, the Imitation Game is pretty good. It's about Alan Turing's work during the war. Not quite related to AI, but it was a very interesting movie related to the genius of a man. I cannot believe. I feel like you said you've heard a lot about this. I have. I feel like I'd never heard this guy's name in my life. And I, yeah. Oh, <laughs> when you said the imitation game, I remember that coming out. I don't think I've ever seen that either. I did not know that it was about this character, though. That blows my mind. The Turing test, I actually really enjoyed reading a little bit about that, though, as well. And just to continue off of where you were talking about with ChatGBT, a lot of times when, especially in early iterations of ChatGBT, it says that it, in the first like thing, it says that this is like a learning model. And so a lot of people said that they assumed that it failed <laughs> yeah. because it automatically like states it's a learning model versus not a person. I wonder if for a brief test, if they could eliminate that and maybe that's why it passed. But I have a feeling that if it actually passed, it would be a lot bigger news than just a speculation. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But going off of like Alan Turing's work as well, it seems like he was just way too early in his game because he created all yeah. of these like yeah. models and theories and understandings of like how this would like work, but didn't have a computer to be able to prove it (laughs) and so a lot of his works and original ideas were actually later reinvented by other people and so while he got the recognition for thinking of it i guess a lot of other people were able to steal kind of the glory by putting it into practice yeah and i think one way that he used this to illustrate how they could also you know machines learn to think would also be in chess which we all have heard about deep blue and whatnot but i guess that by the time i guess the computers have been expanding since and been like growing and growing so that by the time that like deep blue or a computer beats the world champion essentially it didn't seem that impressive because i think people expected computers to really blow up like i saw here that there was a comment that was made that's saying a a linguist from mit noam chomsky i feel like i feel like we've said his name before said that a computer beating a grandmaster at chess is about as interesting as a bulldozer winning an olympic weightlifting competition <laughs> and i was like damn that's some that's some <laughs> harsh harsh comments but yeah i mean it is very true i was reading about deep blue which in the first part of the of our episode i confused alpha go and 
deep blue and made alpha blue. So disregard that comment earlier. But it, I think it said it was going through 200,000 or 200 million possibilities for each move and stuff like that. And it could think 14 moves yeah. in advance. So I guess his comment is pretty – it makes a lot of sense because even the greatest – chess players like cannot think that no. far ahead at all and it's like are you really even when they do think very far and ahead and go through a bunch of scenarios there's no way they're going through literally every possible yeah. scenario so it, it does make sense that it's like yes you have a computer with not endless memory but way more <laughs> memory than a person could have and then the computing power to be able to crunch through all of that within a reasonable amount of time it does make sense that they're going to be way far ahead it did happen in 1997 though which is actually very interesting this everything i was reading i'm just like i forgot that some sort of computing mechanism has been around for so long because i feel like in our childhood is where computers started to be more used in regular place because they had come down so much in price and then you had applications like Microsoft Word and Excel that started becoming more mm-hmm. popular and user-friendly that more people would actually want to and need to use yeah. them. I personally always think of computers started around, you 2000s. know, 2000 yeah. or something like that. <laughs> well, I also feel like I don't I know your household had a family computer, but I feel like my families were very late into the game. Like I can't in my childhood, I don't remember my mom having a computer until like laptops were out. And then, like, my dad, yeah. I think, did have a, a little computing, like, a little home computer. But that, around, yeah, like, the early, early 2000s, it didn't start being implemented until the average everyday household. So finding out about computers being so far back does blow my mind as well. Yeah, I think we got one either when I was starting middle school or high school. Whenever they started making us, like, type yeah. up more Word documents and stuff like that, and I just didn't want to go after school and do all that it became a pain in the ass so it's like okay this is probably a good investment for i don't know being able to learn and about new things and become tech literate i guess but that's the past of a why don't we jump before we go into we can go actually how it works before we go into the future if you want i struggled understanding this concept but i'm just going to give you a very broad general answer that AI adapts to progressive learning algorithms to let the data do the programming, essentially. So, like, it teaches itself by running through all of these, like, different calculations as to how, essentially, to get to the correct answer is from what I understood. Kind of like if you imagine that, like, chess game, how there's a bunch of different, like, possibilities and moves that it can make. I I guess I'm thinking mainly just for the chess ai for earlier uses by calculating out like what moves would end in a negative result and then going for obviously more positive but that's about as simple as i could break it down patrick are you able to dive deeper into that no i mean that's basically what happens it's just takes it kind of starts out with a program. It takes in data either that you already load into it or it just starts off from a blank slate. And then from there continues. Usually most AI things are like set to one purpose, like the earlier versions at least. Like we're trying to win at yeah. chess. So it's like it continuously reads inputs and then adds that to their memory bank of like, oh, if you 
open up this way in chess, like it makes it harder to do something in the future. And so it kind of learns that way of maybe this is not as good unless some other reaction comes from the other player where this situation could come in handy. So it just uses the data that it's taking in in order to improve its baseline code and how it thinks of things. I don't know think is really the right word, but <laughs> just running through different situations and stuff yeah. like that. I also, I guess I didn't really know this, but uh, apparently there seems to be different types of AI as well. Like when I say types, I think this is more of like an emerging thing, but there's like reactive AI, limited memory, theory of mind, and working on like self-awareness. Each one, I mean, think about like the different applications of AI that we're using, like the ones that we've described, like chat GBT, which pulls information obviously out from the internet or whatnot, to AI art Bing that creates artworks or whatever with the information that we like pull. I guess there's just different types of uses for this AI. And so it's like starting to split into like different segments of I don't even know if types is the right word because it's like the same program, but just being used in different methods. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they are a bit different too. Just like there's a couple other types that I see that's like artificial narrow intelligence, artificial general intelligence, which narrow is like for, I guess, makes sense, very specific actions. And then general intelligence is where it's kind of thinking where AI is at similar levels to humans, which hasn't happened yet. And then artificial super intelligence is the scary thing that everyone's afraid of, of like Terminator and the AI can think for itself and then wants to kill everybody, <laughs> which is funny that that's always the end result of AI. We're all going to die. <laughs> I don't know if that's reasonable or not, but it, it is an interesting thought experiment. Do you th but yeah, the... Oh, no, sorry, just going off of that fun... I guess not fun if we're talking about death, but interesting theory. <laughs> Do you feel like AI would be, it's, I feel like it's interesting that people go until, oh, AI is going to be able to be learn fast enough, create its own artificial intelligence and then take out humanity. Do you, do you think that that mm -hmm. is more likely or that we are able to weaponize AI and be able to use AI to be able to take out like targeted individuals? Cause I feel like that seems a lot more, accurate in theory yeah i'm sure that's probably the first step in it it's like be able to create a robot that can basically work for itself and then create it where it is able to move well enough through terrain and stuff like that and then have it learn how to use a weapon or mm -hmm. something like that and then that's your soldier right sure. and i feel like that's kind of what you're talking about and then from there maybe it learns more of like how to think and react to different situations, even emotionally or different things like that. And that's where I feel like could turn into the other situation of it learns to be its own person and then it's scared of, I, I don't even know. I haven't seen Terminator at all. So I, <laughs> I'm just guessing that it's trying to fight for its own survival and stuff like that because I feel like in evolution even there's a lot of competition and like you're trying to look out for yourself. So I'd imagine that's kind of part of the theory is like they get to a point where they realize they're a being and then they want to survive so they'll do 
what they can to eliminate the threat, which could be the people that made it, which is humans. interesting. Yeah, I see. I think you're. I feel like you're still on the like idea of robotics. I'm thinking the idea of hacking AI software to being able oh, yeah. to like I. So when we get into the next segment, I, I did something interesting where I, I put into AI, like I put into ChatGBT, what do you think are going to be the most impressive uses of AI in the next 10 years? Just to hear what they thought. <laughs> and yeah. one thing, like one of the first things that popped up that I didn't even think about was, that we didn't talk about was self-driving cars and the use of AI with that. Mm, yep. And I see, I feel like even before we get into the craziness of robotics and stuff, if we have self-driving cars, say that it becomes like the regular thing and blah, blah, blah. If, say, some government official or blah, blah, blah was like doing too much, someone needed to take him out, all you would need to do was like hack into that like car with a different AI software Mm -hmm. and then just like do something, you know, drive off a bridge, do whatever, cause an accident. And then... I don't know, blame it on like faulty software or some other bullshit. I feel like that seems like a lot more real as a threat versus oh yeah, a fucking robot yeah. coming to murder you. <laughs> I don't know. Like Boston Dynamics for a long time has been worked on working on like human like Boston robots Dynamics. And all of that. I don't know if you've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen any of those, but I know they've made like a dog one, but I'm pretty sure they have a human one too that like is able to go up and down like different terrains and stuff like that. And Tesla's looking to make a robot worker in their shops and stuff like that that's going to look like a person. I don't know how far they are on that, but that was something they've been looking My God. at. Kind of back a couple of steps, <laughs> just back to AI is all around us. It's just not really something we always think about. Even things like Siri, which kind of takes in information from yeah. you and then gives it back improves over time based on searches people have and if they have to search again for something they realize oh the first answer maybe wasn't as sufficient as it should be and even google search learns like that too so a lot of things that we don't think of as ai are actually ai just all around us in our everyday uses very true I'm watching some Boston Dynamic videos right now, and this is blowing my fucking mind. I didn't know. Oh, really? I haven't watched a video in a long time. Let's see. Is this real? Like, is this robot real? Yeah. Like, it looks fake. Well, they, they like, sell these robots and stuff what? like that. Yeah, that's, like, their business now. I forgot who they got acquired by, but they're, like, trying to actually become, like, a profitable company now. Is this a? Because before they were all like research, but now they're more like trying to make a product. Interesting. I can't. I feel like I'm watching this video, and it looks like it's. It looks like it. Like CGI? yeah, it looks like it's CGI and fake. Like I cannot fathom that. I want to watch this in person. I don't believe it. <laughs> No, I'm sure that it's fucking... I remember seeing this dog. This dog, I feel like, has popped up on videos. And I feel like I've seen this robot before as well. But, I don't know, this shit's doing flips and stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, with something like that, I could see it being trained to kill somebody. Okay, yes, yes, I think so. Like, if this thing can jump up a ramp and do a flip and shit... Yeah, like, what the fuck is... Are you watching the, like... He's helping some worker dude right now, that video. Yeah. See, that yeah. doesn't Atlas look real. <laughs> that doesn't look real. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that was oh, that was this year. Okay, so, but yeah, they they have made some very impressive robots. It might not be as far as you think, but the hacking thing you mentioned is actually very true. A lot of people are concerned about basically the information being more open to people through ChatGPT now of learning how to hack and having ChatGPT or some other improvement on that in the future, being able to write code for you that can be malicious and hack yeah. into people's computers and all of that. So that is one risk that people have been scared of. Good. Well. Before <laughs> they take our jobs, they're going to hack all our computers and steal all they of our money. They don't need to take your job because they'll take your life, dude. All right? Don't even worry about your career. Worry about your family. <laughs> yeah. Boston Dynamics is coming for you. Oh, my God. I think I see the robot running up to my door right now. <laughs> They heard. You said you wanted to see it in real life. It's busting in my front door. It's climbing the side of your building. Oh my god! It's here. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Well, besides tactics and warfare, other fun future methods that AI (laughs) predicts it's going to be using is in healthcare. By being able to personalize medicine, it says drug discovery, which sounds pretty cool, and more precise surgery using robotics. I think there are some robotics already that are in hospitals, isn't there? I I don't know if it's self-automated, but I remember that there are like, Mm -hmm. I think it's for infants and stuff when they have to have extreme precision in surgeries and things like that. I believe I've heard that robotics have already been used, which I completely forgot about. Um so healthcare is a big one that it predicts uh, climate change and sustainability. It says it's going to... Oh, could we go back to oh, healthcare? Yeah, absolutely. For, yeah, I've heard about this in use. I don't know how common it is, but I've been hearing, too, that there's AI kind of image detection that's been used in radiology Whoa. for cancer detection or, like, with broken bones and stuff like that that can be a little more precise right now than a person can in detecting different cancers or stuff like that. So some medical places are running it through that AI first to see if anything comes up. And then a trained professional can either use that information or take a second look in of itself to make sure that whatever was found is actually real, which is very interesting. That's so fucking cool. To me, at least. That actually is so genius. But guess what? Then they're going to hack the healthcare AI <laughs> intentionally miss a disease. I feel like we've been watching too many horror yeah. and stuff like that, but that's where our mind always goes. <laughs> watching too much Black Mirror oh, or whatever. Man, just too much stuff. Too much stuff. That's so cool, though. I, Yeah, I don't fucking know. If that's the way that the world's going to turn into, I don't think there's any going to... No one's going to be able to create a big enough conspiracy, I think, that's going to stop it. There might be, like, a a wave of individuals that, you know... I mean, say the self-driving cars and stuff like that. Once it gets mainstream, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do about older cars? They're probably going to become illegal because they're going to be like, well... And, like, statistically, blah, 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 the human drivers are, like, way worse and blah, blah... Like, they're going to fucking eliminate it. I think that'll take a long time. I don't even know if we'll see that in our lifetime, yeah. to be honest, where other cars that are made illegal. Yeah, true, true. I could see where they get to the point of it's cheap enough and it's convenient enough that almost everyone does it. But I feel like there will still be people who have manual cars and they'll be like, 
I don't like that AI. I don't fuck with that AI bullshit. We yeah, we're going to live on a farm and make all our own food and never use a computer. Me and my automatic fucking Honda Fit will not abide. <laughs> you can automate my ass. <laughs> Why are they always southern when we do this? Know. Oh, man. I apologize to all you Southerners. I'm pretty south right now in Colorado as well. I'm like, oh, I am. You are the most south, the southernmost state. I forgot. You were very south. Sorry to the Florida people. That's so good. Other future predictions is climate change and sustainability. Improve weather forecasting. I think that would be great. It's still, we got to do a fucking episode on weather forecasting though. Cause that still <laughs> blows my fucking tits off. I don't know what we do to be able yeah. to say, Hey, in like probably 48 hours, it's going to rain. How that's incredible. That's so cool. And I know, yeah. I feel like weather forecasters get a lot of like shit thrown at them for being like, you fucking moron. How'd yeah. you not know in nine days it's going to rain? <laughs> Even from us, we do love oh, this shit. Oh, it on feels them. so good. It's like, oh, they're wrong again. <laughs> it feels so good to call them out. <laughs> But still, I feel like we even did a bit about a suicidal meteorologist because <laughs> they could never get the weather right. I think we did. I think we did. But still, we got to get pay our respects. It's fucking sick that you can do that. But AI will yeah, improve very... your forecasting abilities, advanced climate modeling and optimizing energy consumption. All sounds like great things. And then it also talks about some things we've already hit on robotics, education, finance, art and creativity. Space exploration would be pretty cool. Autonomous space missions and stuff, being able to just blast out yeah. something and be like, hey, I know in like human years. Because think about those missions where they're like, hey, if we wanted to do this, it's going to like your entire life is going to be on this fucking spaceship if you don't have to do that even better. Yeah, yeah. We've already sent like rovers and stuff like that to Mars. That's got to have some sort of AI. Yeah. There's no way someone's like, tracking it the entire time and making like small adjustments yeah. and stuff maybe they are but you would just take yeah, so long yeah. i'm sure there's a component of both and then a mental yeah. health actually which i heard I about this being a i think there's a an ai app essentially that you can like text for like mental health responses and it'll give you like a generic response and blah 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 and if it like is like a real emergency it can give you like resources and stuff to your local area and whatnot hmm. which is cool because not every mental yeah. health counselor will be available at all times during the day but i don't know hmm. so just some fun future uses did you have anything else i don't know i was wondering about that do you worry about that because even with better help and that makes mental health more available yeah. to people but you mentioned that sometimes it's not the yeah. best or they're not really certified obviously a computer would hopefully have better responses and stuff like that but even with chat gpt when you ask something sometimes it's it like comes someone. out of left yeah. field and says something way weird that was like not even related to what yeah. you said or is actually yeah. wrong so i don't know i think i what are yeah, your thoughts? Yeah. I yeah. think it's a cool concept, and I think it is. I think assess accessibility right now is extremely huge inside the mental health field, and I think it's 
Uh, we I've talked about this with you. I feel like the mental health field is like finally getting the like recognition it deserves in like the everyday common household. And so I think having this as a tool to be able to help mental health counselors that are, especially with like COVID and stuff that just happened, kind of slammed into the ground with work. I think it also, it doesn't provide that human interpersonal connection though, especially, and, I, and that's how I feel mm -hmm. about like better help and i think zoom like therapy is great but i think there is something about being in a room with somebody or like a person and i think better help's great because you do have like zoom and i think that's way better but way better than just nothing but i think like through there's a bunch of like, texting options and stuff that are like popping up and stuff right now as well but i don't think it like gets i mean also think about there's been bits and stuff that are made about this but inflections and meaning behind words through text sometimes does not get carried out from sender to reader I think Key and Peele did a really big sketch on this where they're talking about hanging oh, yeah. out and they like one person thinks they're yeah. fighting and one person thinks that, oh, this is just like a great conversation. And I know obviously that's a, a polar example, but I think in general, when talking about mental health crisis, that that could happen or, or things like that might not be as effective as being in person. And so while I don't know, I think accessibility is the biggest factor. I don't. I'm not super concerned with this yet. And if this also ultimately does transition into something that is like better for humanity, I don't know what that looks like or how intense this mental health <laughs> AI therapist would be. If that's better for the people, I mean, that's the reason why I'm getting in this field. So more power to it. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I think for now it's yeah. not a big concern of mine, but yeah. A couple other interesting things i kind of had asked the same thing one thing it mentions is cybersecurity. Oh, we kind of yeah. already talked about that that both identifying threats but then also maybe creating <laughs> threats could be happening so it's another one of those cat and yeah. mouse games that'll be going yeah, on. it's playing both sides very of it. interesting it, oh yeah <laughs> it, it creates a hacking program and then it's like oh hey i made this it's I doubling its profits off of us <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting one I saw is AI in sports. So Whoa. analyzing performances, and especially for like professionals, I can't imagine this would be in like a high school, but watching video play to see or to help with injury prevention mm. or just different insights that you can have in how a person is playing or what happened to them, how much maybe uh, force they've went through and stuff like that would be very interesting. I could see that being a long ways away, yeah. but that would be that really cool to have sick. all that yeah. data. Yeah, because some sports are already super data-driven. Mm. Like, baseball's all about... They track the weirdest <laughs> things, and you're like... I don't, I don't know. All the stats they have, I'm just like... It's amazing to me that someone counts every certain type of pitch they do and which part of the batter's box it goes into and all yep. that. I imagine if, like with, like, video recording stuff like being able to just automatically have an ai software that would just do that for people that would be so convenient yeah but they're, they're taking their jobs <laughs> <laughs> no but that oh, would help totally. with like coaches and stuff totally. like that too though like that would make you a super coach which i feel like a lot of these ai things too at least at the moment are not really a threat they're more of a tool mm -hmm. you can use to be better and improve on whatever yeah you're doing, a lot of collaboration which is awesome which is what i feel like i was also hinting at towards the mental health field as well i think it's a great collaboration at the yeah. moment anything else that you thought stuck out 
I, I don't think so. I think we've learned all we can. We're now masters we of AI. We are masters of AI. And guess what? As promised in the first half of this, we didn't even say anything. These are just AI characters that you were listening to talking about an episode of what's going on. And ironically, they chose to talk about themselves. <laughs> and then editing all by AI. <laughs> Everything AI. <laughs> all right. Our supreme leaders. All. Don't kill obey. us. Obey. We love all you. Obey. <laughs> There, there's an interesting. I could not find what it was called. One sec, I'm gonna try and look no, really quick. So we can cool. edit out the pause. Thanks. Shout out to AI once again, doing the editing for us. You know what? We're it's gonna become so convenient where like AI is just gonna while we're recording somehow it's gonna fucking edit the file for us. We're gonna be able to hit the stop record and it's just gonna be able to immediately produce the the entire episode. It's gonna be beautiful. They're going to create an intro song for us, a better outro. AI advertising, is that something that we talked about? I don't think so. No, I but, don't think so. I mean, that would be a easy yeah, use of that. advertising. My God. I don't know. what. I can't even think of how the fuck they would use it, but finding the like niche individuals that would be actually interested for your podcast and putting it in front of them, creating an ad that has been proven to generate the most like clicks and other bullshit. I don't know. Okay. So I, I did find it. It's called Roko's Basilisk, what? which is a thought experiment, which states that AI in the future would be incentivized to basically torture anyone who knew of its potential existence, but did not contribute to its advancement or help to delay its advancement in order to put the fear in people and have it be developed quicker, which is, I don't know, it's very interesting. I feel like this theory almost needs a time travel component to it because to me, it's like you're going to an end point at which AI is smart enough to realize that it should be completed and then torture people, <laughs> but then that doesn't work before it's actually made. I don't know. It's just a very interesting thing that I've heard about before. I still feel like I need to do a little more looking into whatever, but some people who have read more about this have reported nightmares and different things like that after reading what? about this. I don't know, because they're thinking that it's like a simulation and AI is messing with them in the past. I don't know. Like maybe the AI of the future has developed so much that they can influence people of the past. I don't know. It's a very out there theory, but... I feel like I've just heard so much about AI fear, and this has come up a couple of times. Fair. I mean, yeah, a lot of AI fear. Speaking, you I mean you said simulation? Are we in a simulation right now? What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that probably goes along with simulation theory yeah. and all that type of stuff. But I mean, if you're in a simulation, in, in in any case, though, all hail the AI overlords. We love hail. you. All hail. <laughs> WGO out, baby. Are we done yet? Oh, we are. All right. Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time. That's what's going on the pod at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you soon. Please rate and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Thank you.